Speak, Santa. Speak! Oh, am I Santa? I get to be Santa? Speak, Santa! Santa Claus! <laughs> so what are we gonna do tonight, Drug Rat? The same thing we do every night. Try to take over the media. That's right, I am Prophet Ghost. And I'm John. Dude, come on. I'm Drug Rat when I wanna be. Now I wanna be John. I'm not rugged all the time. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway, what you all just heard was the first, like, two and a half minutes of an old Nickelodeon movie that was banned. Um, this movie is called Cry Baby Lane. It was first released in the year of 2000 and then re-released in 2011. So, in all actuality, it's only ever been shown twice on television. Um, you can go look it up online, but we're going to talk about it here just real quick. It's on YouTube. You can go and check it out. Stop singing. Sorry. I like singing. No. So, anyway, <laughs> it's a really creepy movie. Um, we looked up the plot. We haven't watched all of it yet. We watched the, We watched what you just heard. Yeah. And then we turned it off because it was creepy. And then we got McDonald's. And then I got hit on by... Stop, but, stop. No. Let me, let me ramble. This is my show. And your show. And Steve. And Steve. But then I got hit on by a guy at McDonald's. And it was really awkward. Yep. And then we came back here. And now we're doing this. And then we, we're doing this. So, <laughs> this is a really weird movie. Um, and just to kind of let you know, it's just about these two kids that hang out with an undertaker who tells them the story of Crybaby Lane. Let me go ahead and address one thing. If you're a parent and you let your kid hang out with an undertaker, you need to not be raising your child. Um, somebody else needs to raise your child because you're a bad parent. Um, no, you just need parenting classes or like a book on what not to show your kid. Like an undertaker? An undertaker? What's an undertaker? An undertaker is somebody who basically when somebody dies and the hospital calls the funeral home or the relatives call the funeral home, he goes and picks up the dead body and brings it back and sometimes he puts them in the ground. What? I was listening. Too bad. You can hear this from the podcast games. Okay. I already told you earlier. Oh, yeah. Isn't it that guy that is on the WWE? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> tonight on Who Loves Orange Podcast, the podcast, we will be discussing creepy pastas. And other things. And creepy pastas. Among other things. Did you hear that ghost? Yes. Well, <laughs> what is a creepy pasta, John? A creepy pasta. Stop saying. <laughs> a creepy pasta, in more or less words, is like a fan fiction of a, something pop culture related that people spin and make creepy while they eat pasta. I don't think pasta actually has anything to do with it. It's kind of depressing. Why is why is pasta in creepy pasta? Like, who invented creepy pastas? Do you know? Douglas. Um, the flying spaghetti monster. I thought you were gonna say the flying Dutchman. No, the flying spaghetti monster. May we all be touched by his nudity appendage. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> 
So tonight we're going to be talking to you first about creepypastas and among other things. Among other things, yes. That's what I'm excited about. Go ahead, continue talking. Sorry I interrupted again. I know. You're a bad person. <laughs> I just started hearing a ringing here. Go. So, we're going to be talking about a couple things. Uh, we're going to, of course, be talking about a couple creepypastas you probably already know. Um, and then also we looked up a couple of them. Um, and we're also going to be telling you creepypasta that I made up. Um, which I thought was really interesting. John liked it. We're going to post it on creepypasta.com. If it was on Facebook, I would have liked it. Uh, that wasn't funny. If it wasn't supposed to be. I was just saying, if it was on Facebook, I would have liked it. <laughs> Continue. The first thing we're going to talk about is actually a Nickelodeon-related creepypasta. No, not oh, all what? the creepypasta. I know. Why are we talking about Nickelodeon stuff? Because we're Who Loves Orange Podcasts. Oh. The podcast. <laughs> Continue. A really long name. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so what we're going to be talking about, um, I found this on Wikia.com. Not Wikipedia. Wikia. Um, Wikia. And this is about uh, Dill's origin. Dill, of course, was brought in in the later seasons of the Rugrats, after the first Rugrats movie. And who is Dill? For the people who don't know. Besides Tommy's little brother. That's all Dill is. Yeah. Tommy's little brother. Um, so anyway, here's something and it's about, uh, it was, it's supposedly written by someone who, I guess, used to work, who was an intern at Nickelodeon. Um, I mean, it's written in the third person, so. Because sure. that's exactly what it's written in the I know. Is it the same? No. Um, I mean, like, uh, it actually doesn't know? give me who the writer is in the scene. Very tense, sir. So I'm making a fairy tale. We're a factual podcast. We are factual. <laughs> it starts off as this. It says, when I was a kid, I used to love watching Saturday morning cartoons. Hey, me too. And I lived for them. When the original few Nicktoons started appearing, I quickly fell in love with them and decided that I someday wanted to work for Nickelodeon. Giant voice. Ooh, that was me. I made it up. Yeah. Um, when I was an infant. In early 2002, I got the wish. I applied for, or I applied for, and got a job there at the studio as a janitor. That's stupid. Okay, so it's not quite what I wanted, but I planned to get more involved, or to get a more involved job later. In the meantime, I considered it quite a treat just to be there. One day, I was told to replace a dying light in the vault. This got me extremely freaked up. What's the vault? The vault is. Uh, it turns out the vault was a little more than a room with some shelves. Uh, like the actual vault. Oh, okay. Now the vault is um, like the soda. No, it, the vault apparently is a room full of unaired TV shows. So that's like where Nickelodeon keeps all their shows that they decided not to air. I want to find that. Room. Does anyone have a? We should find a treasure map that goes to Nickelodeon's vaults. So Nickelodeon. Sorry, we're going to be not talking. Nickelodeon has the vault of their on-air TV shows. Disney has the frozen head of Walt Disney. Disney. <laughs> Over at the Disney channel. Disney. <laughs> um, so anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> so we're going to keep going. Um, as it turns out, the vault was a little more than a room with some shelves. More like a walk-in closet. So it's not really big. These shelves held rows of film reels labeled with names of various shows and movies that, for whatever reason, were never aired. 
Both were unfinished, some weren't considered funny or entertaining enough to be shown. At the end of the room was a small cord cardboard box sitting sitting on the floor. Sitting on the floor containing about fifty flash drives. When I had finished changing the light, I decided to take a look at them. They were all white labeled with black sharpie. I had flipped through about ten, and of those had found two that interested me. The first was something called Crybaby Lane. <laughs> Title drop. Ooh, callback. <laughs> and the other was titled Rugrats Dill. Hey, me. I had never. Okay. I had <laughs> never heard of the first, but I love the Rugrats. So I, <clears throat> so I slipped it in my pocket and decided to take it home with me that night. I'd return it in the morning, and no one would know. And then I posted this, and I got fired. I was kidding. <laughs> as soon as I got home, I plugged the drive into a USB port and opened it. As I expected, it contained an AVI file. AVI, it's a techie term. I double-clicked and the show began. Unlike the other episodes, it was a cold opening. Surprisingly, it was animated in the same style as the first movie. Very high quality for the show. Which show? Rugrats? Yeah. Okay, go Oddly, the house seemed darker than it should have been. The windows were boarded up, and there seemed to be a layer of dust over everything. Tommy was sitting in his high chair, and his head was resting on the tray. He looked up slightly, and his eyes were horribly sunken in. His stomach was swollen, and he was dangerously emaciated. Define emaciated. Skinny. Really? Maybe. While you read this, I'll look up emaciated. Continue. Poor Tommy hadn't eaten in days. Just when I thought I, or it couldn't get any worse, the scene switched to the living room. There was a weird-looking image displayed just before the switch, which I, or which I printed, or which I print screen. It's attached at the top. Dee Dee was sitting in a rocking chair, cradling a bundle. She seemed to be singing a soft lullaby between sobs. The camera turned to reveal what she was holding: a shriveled-up Harlequin fetus with a white crust around its mouth. Dee Dee was holding an empty bottle to its mouth and continuing to sing that lullaby. It went to the normal credits at that point, but the text was in uh, surreal, and I couldn't read it. The song was also slowed down a bit. The next day, I took the thing back and never brought it up to any of the staff. However, after work, one of them approached me. He never explained to me how he knew I had taken the drive, but it was obvious that he did. He told me that in the mid-90s, they had a female writer known to them only as Susan. She'd written a few decent scripts, but most were put away for later in favor of other scripts. She had a very young son, and she'd taken leave for a second pregnancy. However, it was a stillborn. The uh, resulting trauma destroyed her relationship with her husband, who left her. Weeks later, people had gotten worried and called the police to go check on her. The officer who arrived at her home found that she had hung towels up over the windows. Investigating the house with a flashlight, he found that Susan was dead in her chair, cradling what remained of the fetus. In the kitchen, and the high chair, or in the high chair, was covered in a mass of flies. Um, it didn't take an expert to know what was under them. According to my friend, the episode I saw was the last one she had written before her leave. Apparently, she stayed up all night doing the animation herself. I continued to work there for several years until some new opportunities came along. But until my last day on the job, I never went in the vault again. So yeah, so that is clearly about. Um, the origination of how Dill would have come to be. Um, they actually do have a weird picture at the top. I don't understand. Let me see. Let me see. It's a little. Oh, that's the four kids. There's Chucky with his uh, 
That's like pasta cream. That's a creepy pasta. That's where that term came from. <laughs> it reminds me of eating bad pasta. Sure. <laughs> Alright, so to sum it up, what did you just read? What I just read would have been some weird origin of Dill's story about how Dill was created because some woman had a stillborn child that she then tried to treat like it was real. I guess she had eaten for days and died of starvation. So did her baby. The flies ate her baby. And the stillborn was still in her hand with an empty <laughs> bottle. And so she decided to make a Rugrats episode about it. That's a good idea. Nah. Don't ever do that. <laughs> yeah, that kind of uh, reminds me about the Rugrats creepypasta, which everyone knows. The one where it's all in Angelica's mind and Tommy's a stillborn. And, uh, Stu creates toys down in his basement for the son, for the son he never had. It doesn't make sense, because they still had Dill? Well, that was after the, um, reboot of Rugrats, like, when it came back from cancellation. So, like, I don't know if it's the same universe as this creepypasta was set in. Well, no, I mean, because they make mention of it, because they're like, then Dill was born, and then, like, the reason why Dill has that deformed head that we all see in, like, the shows is because they're basing it off of um, Angelica Kipper and gave Dill permanent brain damage by beating him. Is that part of it, too? Yeah. Oh. It's a really weird video. It's a really, like, creepypastas, like, whoever writes them has a really realistically creepy imagination. Because it, it all makes sense. Like, a lot of it makes sense. Um, but it takes an imagination. It's like, you know, non-fiction creative thing. Yeah. But in creepypasta. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I mean, everybody knows that. Some of the other creepypastas that have gone around for years, um, something you didn't know about, but um, I'm sure a lot of people listen know of the creepypasta of Jeff the Killer, which is one about this weird guy who him and his brother get picked on, and all of a sudden all these kids like that are picking on him he beats them up and then they show up at his birthday party and they shoot at him and uh, dump lighter fluid on his face. I've honestly face. never heard of Jeff the Killer. You don't want to, like, if you're going to read the Jeff the Killer story, it's got to be in the daytime. Like, don't do it right before you go to bed because that'd be really creepy. I read Squidward's Suicide right before I went to bed for the first time a few years ago and I did not want to go to sleep. Yeah. I, like, delayed going to sleep by watching Squidward's Suicide, the animation on YouTube, which was equally probably more of a bad idea yeah because it was completely in my head that night <laughs> but don't ever like read creepypastas or watch creepypastas before you go to sleep unless you like that kind of thing like, in that case you, you need to go to like the hospital or the mental institution wow <laughs> of course I mean, there's another one that everybody knows that we actually found something recent about or uh, interesting about recently and that's the um Slender Man. Slender Man. He's right behind you with a white face. He's really tall, wearing a black suit, kind of like a tuxedo with lots of arms. Slender Man. Damn. Well, something interesting we found out about Slender Man is that he's actually been around for a long time. Yeah, like since uh, 9000 BC. Yeah, there were cave drawings. Now, of course, we can't, of course, assume. Well, Flip Man has backwards, I mean, but it is like a creepy dude. 
It's really tall, and he's got multiple arms chasing a bunch of people. There were actual cave drawings. That looks just like Slenderman. They were doing it. They said that it's found in hieroglyphics. They said that he's found in old German wood, wood carvings. Wood carvings. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Just read it. I remember. <laughs> but everybody knows the story of Slenderman. Of course, now John did know the story, but I'm sure a lot of you may have the story of those two girls that drug the other girl into the woods and then murdered them, or murdered her because they said uh, Slenderman told them to do that. Wait, so does Slenderman talk? Or, like, is that just what they said? That's just what they said. Because I've never heard Slenderman talk before. Yeah. In real life. I don't know. I mean, have you ever met Slenderman? I have not, but I played this, uh, the game. That's kind of like, did you play the game? No. You didn't play it? Yeah, I played the the second one. For the iPod. The iPod wasn't as good. The one on the computer was the best. I actually, if you go to. Type in John Matthew ENT on YouTube. Why am I singing today? I don't know. Stop. I think I have a lovely voice. You can watch a friend of ours play Slenderman. It's really funny because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, he, he didn't know what Slenderman was. And uh, we were working together at the time. And then when we both got off of work, we went over to his house. And I was like, all right, I need to film you doing something. But I need all the lights to be off. Oh. And he was like, why? And I was like, trust me. By the way, turn your computer on. So I made him download Slenderman and I made him play it. Yeah. He was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> another <laughs> another creepypasta actually I, I didn't put back. I don't think I ever told you about it. Before I, the actual Pokemon Black and White game came out, there was. Lavender Town? No. Okay. It's actually before that. Um, but there's this one and it's called. Um, I think it's just called Pokemon Black. It's Black version. It's a hacked version of Red version that somebody made. Um, you can look it up on YouTube. It's actually really, really interesting. It's in, apparently what happened is he actually shows you the video of like what goes on. But what had happened is it starts out like any normal game, except for instead of just getting three starters when you go to visit Professor Oak, he gives you four. Now the fourth one is just called Ghost. It's just like this little black figure. It's got a smiling face and everything like that going on, and just looks can like you choose that one? Yeah. Um, now, when you choose that one, you go around, it only knows one attack. I can't remember what it is. I think it's... Be Creepy. No. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, Goggles, be Creepy! No matter what level you are, it's a one-hit kill. Okay? Like, when you get hit or when you hit? When you hit, it's a one-hit destruction. It's faster than any other Pokemon. Um, and you play through the whole game, and... You play through the whole game, you beat everybody, you capture um, <clears throat> whatever legendary Pokemon are, maybe, whatever. And then afterward, what happens? Your screen goes black. And then it, and then it opens up to a uh, lighthouse. Yeah. And it goes up to the top of the lighthouse, and then there's this old man, and that's supposed to be you. This is for real. This is like a real thing you can go look up on YouTube. Um, I don't know if it's like an actual game, but it's just somebody yeah. took the time to make the video. That's creepy. All sacks. Go ahead. <laughs> it's it's this old you. It's you, you as an old dude. And you're reflecting on what you're doing, and then all of a sudden, like a pokeball comes out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up, bro. No, you don't pick it up. It just does that whole dee, 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 and then it fades in like you're doing a Pokemon battle. Like you don't have any Pokemon. It's just you. Now, what pops out those is your ghost, the ghost Pokemon, and then like you can't do anything. You don't have any attacks. 
but it still lets you like you're selecting something kind of. Um, and then all of a sudden, ghost attacks you, and all your HP goes down. And then like you as a person. Yeah. And then um, all that happens afterward is you're sitting there and you're looking at ghosts. Okay, after because ghost is out like right in front of you, um, back in like your little eight-bit man form, and all of a sudden the screen flashes a couple times, and then it starts cycling through all the Pokemon and trainers that you beat. And it does that for like four minutes, and then the game ends, and then it just takes you back to the beginning. You don't have a save file, you don't have anything. The only option you have is new game. Now the weird thing about it, no matter what Pokemon you play as. No matter what you, what starter you pick, no matter how you decide to play the game, it ends the same way. And then it comes up with it, and then, um, well, before it actually ends, it comes up with a headstone. It's got your name on it. Boom, motherfucker! Like, like the name you chose at the beginning. Yeah, like your name. Uh, that's not that creepy. Yeah, you gotta go. Like, if you go watch the video, it's really, really weird. Like it's just like it's not like a creepy, creepy pasta, but it is a really weird pasta because it's possible. Because according to the guy, he's like I picked it up at a yard sale for like a dollar, and it was just he said it was the creepiest thing that he'd ever experienced in the world of gaming, and it is pretty weird. But go look it up; it's pretty cool. There's some other Pokemon creepy pastas. Uh, I think it's Lavender Town, the one in the Red and Blue games where they have the Pokemon Lavender Town. Cemetery in the yeah. tower and the Cubone's mom, Marowak. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really interesting. I mean, in a sense, that's kind of like a creepy pasta within the game. Yeah. Because it's like, how did Marowak's mother's ghost get there because Team Rocket murdered it? Yeah. And, oh, and earlier in the game, your rival actually has a Cubone. Yeah. But then after you get past that town, every time you play your rival, he doesn't have that Pokemon anymore. I think that's what the Radicate. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. the whole thing is, now a lot of people, like, now there's something actually I learned, somebody, it's a channel everybody should go check out called Proto Mario on YouTube. All he does is Pokemon theories, and he did this one. Just one second, I'm getting like chills all over myself, I'm not even kidding. This is, <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know, this is creepy. But um, if you go look him up, he actually addresses that, and he says you don't actually kill the Radicate, it's just the Radicate becomes too weak for your rival to use. I like to think you killed the Radicate from beating it. I read that too, that was like in uh, like yeah. a debunked. Yeah. yeah. And then there was, um, the other one is, um, is Red a Ghost. You ever heard about that one? No. The whole thing with is Red a Ghost, because I don't remember what game <laughs> it's in, but um, it's after Red and Blue. I don't remember what version it's in, but at yeah. the end... No, it's not yellow. It's a little further down the line. Uh, um, I think it's gold. But gold and silver, and then uh, platinum. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those. I mean, a lot of people have heard about it. Um, in the end, after you defeat the Elite Four and you fight the Pokemon League champion, um, his name is Blue. Okay. Um, fight Blue, beat Blue, and he tells you about Red. Now, Red is the original person from Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah. He was the original character, and he's actually the first name that comes up if you don't want to like make your own. Yeah, he's he's technically the first person you ever play as. Yeah, and uh, he tells me he's like, I don't know what happened to him because they used to be best friends, and because he's the rival of Red and Red and Blue, and so anyway, so he tells you he's like Red is rumored to be up on this mountain and go to the top of the mountain, it's this snow covered mountain, everything like that. He hasn't aged. 
He doesn't talk. Of course, in the first round of Blue Game, you don't talk. People just talk to you. You don't eat. You don't sleep. He goes to the top of the mountain. He's got all three starter Pokemon. So he's got a Charizard, his uh, Venusaur, his Blastoise. I think he has a Pidgeot and a um, Pikachu and something else, but I don't remember what it was. And you fight him. He never says anything to you. You fight him, and that's like the last person you fight. He's supposed to be the ultimate trainer. But like I say, he doesn't say anything to you. You just fight him. Is this in the actual game? Yeah. Like you can like I like you right could now. go play. Supposedly, like I said, I mean, I've seen gameplay of it online. Like the final battle with Red. Like, don't look it up. It's some creepy stuff. I will look it up. Like, and he hasn't aged. He's the same. I mean, he hasn't grown. He's just this little kid. Yeah. So everybody's like, is Red a goose? Hmm. And it's okay. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. In Lavender Town, when uh, your rival comes up to you. It's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, talk to you. He's like, dude, what are you doing? At the Pokemon Cemetery. At least your Pokemon didn't die. Yeah, that's why everybody thinks it's... Because after that, <clears throat> you never see his eradicated. Yeah. And I remember the first time... Oh, and the music in that town actually gave kids seizures. <laughs> so many kids were, uh, in yeah. Japan had seizures because of that music in the game. You little bitches. <laughs> Hey. So, one more creepy costume we're going to talk about is a creepy costume I came up with on my way home from work because I had nothing better to do. This is a creepy costume with Douglas. Yeah. We'll post it on the website, um, probably on the Facebook page, and I'll upload it to the creepycostume.com as soon as John shows me how to do that. Um, now, what's the website? Mr. Our Post, website? Yeah, Mr. Posting the wrong, the wrong, the wrong link. The wrong link. It's for, or no, it's, yeah, it's for entertainmentsake.com slash for entertainmentsake.wix.com slash jme14. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> this creepy pasta I came up with um, involved the show Victorious. Victorious. Created by Dan Created by Dan Schneider. So, I thought something interesting to go off of would be that the show Victorious is actually based off of the story that happened of a Mr. Robert Shapiro. Now, Robert, also known as Robbie, uh, he, as a young kid, was born with uh, schizophrenia. Okay? And all through his life, people made fun of him for it. And he had such a problem making friends. He couldn't talk to anybody. Nothing would happen except for people made fun of him. So when he was 10 years old, his parents bought him a uh, ventriloquist doll so he could have somebody to talk to and so he could pick up a hot. Now, Robbie decided that his name wasn't cool enough, so he named this ventriloquist doll Rex. Um, Rex was everything Robbie was. Rex was cool, he had talked, funny, he was all around cool guy, maybe the kind of guy you'd want to be around. And Robbie loved Rex. He took him everywhere he went all the way through high school. Now, towards about junior year of high school, uh, Robbie's parents moved. And they took him with him and enrolled him in a new high school. And Robbie decided to pick up drama. Okay. Now, what happened was is there were uh, certain kids in the drama class. Of course, their names were Jade, Victoria, Kat, uh, Beck, and 
Andre. Andre, thank you. And they all they all picked on Robbie too. So one day, Cat uh, actually comes up to Robbie and she says, Hey Robbie, how's about we go um, how's about we go out on the date? I want you to meet me here at this park at eleven PM. And of course Robbie, he's so excited because Cat is so pretty and he's had this crush on her for as long as he can remember. So he goes out to the park that night, and of course there's Cat, and all of a sudden headlights come on behind her, and then there's Andre Beck and the rest. What happens is Beck runs over and tackles Robbie to the ground. Now Robbie brought Rex with him on the date, because again Robbie takes Rex everywhere he goes. Uh, Rex, Rex falls out of Robbie's hands when he gets tackled, and Beck's holding him down. Now of course all the other kids are laughing at him. All the girls come over and start ripping off all of Rex's clothes. And they take a knife and cut him open and start pulling out the stuffing. Andre comes over and grabs Rex and shoves him down his pants and throws him at Robbie. And they're all just laughing there. Of course, Beck is punching Robbie in the face. And then they all just leave. And of course, Robbie's just sitting there crying. He goes and he picks up Rex and he starts putting him back together. He gets home, puts all the stuffing back in him, dresses him up and everything like that. Now, what's interesting, about the drama program at the school that Robbie was at is that they were going to put on Macbeth on Halloween night. Now, when they get to, now, of course, they're at the show and everybody's getting ready and they've got the curtains closed and everybody's finally filing in. Um, and it's getting ready for the show to start. Now, the show, it's time comes to start. It doesn't start. Five minutes pass, still hasn't started. Nobody's really that worried. They figure, oh, they're probably sure we late. About 20 minutes pass, everybody's wondering what's going on. 30 minutes pass, and still nothing. And then all of a sudden, Robbie comes out. His clothes are completely clean. There's nothing wrong with him. Now, Robbie, of course, was only going to be working stage crew, but it was still working. So, Robbie comes out. His clothes are completely clean, and he's just standing there staring at everybody. And all of a sudden, uh, the drama teacher comes up. He's asking Robbie, hey, Robbie, what's wrong? He says, it wasn't me. Rex did it. He's like, what? And then Robbie just repeats himself. It wasn't me. Rex did it. And so they go backstage. They notice that both the doors to both dressing rooms are slightly open. They go in. In both dressing rooms, all the uh, all those kids that we previously mentioned are undressed, and they're just cut to pieces. And arms or her arms have been sawed off. The only evidence that they have there is a sword covered in blood that they were going to use for props. All the girls are dead, their organs are hanging out. Both the boys, their, um, or their private areas have been chopped off. And Andre's got his guts hanging out. The only person that's still breathing and barely alive is Beck. Now, the drum teacher goes over and he's like, Beck, Beck, what happened? And all Beck says is it was, ri ri and then he dies. Now, Robbie's just standing there and they're like, Robbie, what did you do? And he said, it wasn't me, Rex did it. And so they take Robbie and they put him in a mental ward. Okay. Now, during the time he was in the mental ward, they tried to keep asking him questions. No matter what they asked him, his only answer to anything was, it wasn't me, Rex did it. It wasn't me, Rex did it. Now, on that night, they searched all over, and Rex the doll was nowhere to be found. Okay. And then years passed, and of course, Robbie is still in his, it wasn't me, Rex did it. Years passed and the anniversary is coming up, and we bring Robbie into the room. He's talking, and this, this psychiatrist starts calling him. He says, Robbie, it's the anniversary. What do you think? And all Robbie says is, It wasn't me. Rex did it. And he's going to do it again. 
Now, this is the only time Robbie has spoken any different. But again, the only thing that was never found at the scene was Rex the dog. And that would be the end of the creepy pasta I was told by Douglas Reeves. Hallelujah! That is some good storytelling. You had my shivers all popping up. Okay. So, of the creepypastas we've told you, of course, in the comments, please leave what you thought of them, which one you liked the most. Um, leave your own creepypasta, and maybe we'll read them. Maybe a shout out on the show. We will actually we will read them on the show if you give us a creepypasta. As long as it's good. Well, no. I think um, crowd participation is very important at this stage in our friendship and safe lives. But you agree that as long as it's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was really good. Um, I applaud you on your creativity and uh, your ability to create your own creepypasta that actually sounds like mm -hmm. Okay. Now, of course, so we've talked to you about creepy pasta. Now let's talk to you about among other things. Joe, I got some stuff that I want to talk about. Talking about stuff. Talking about stuff. Okay. So, like, let's sing from Seinfeld. No, that's for. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so I want to give a warm welcome to the very newest member of Friend Came and Safe. Her name is Patricia Miranda. She is a blogger slash podcaster slash Nickelodeon enthusiast over from her own website. Slash lady. Yes, slash lady. Uh, the, her website is www.oldschoolname. Dot blogspot.com and I urge everybody to go over there and read everything she has to read. But she has joined uh, for entertainment's sake as a blogger. So you can go to the website, which is for slash JME14. Sorry it's so long. Afford <laughs> to make it just for entertainmentsakes.com. Yeah, it is. So Welcome, Patricia. We are soon very excited to have you with us here at Entertainment Sea. And for anyone listening, anyone, if you have creativity that you express through writing, through YouTube, through sketch comedy, through mm -hmm. music, through poetry, artistry, through drawing, painting, photography, anything, that you want to be showcased alongside the rest of our work, submit it to us. And we will consider you as part of our artistic family. We're a family. Even if you're a blogger, we'd love to have you on the website. Blogging! Patricia is a blogger on our site. I am a, uh, oh my. <laughs> I create content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I create creative content such as my music, uh, the album working on popular, um, YouTube sketches, among other things. Douglas is a rapper. I write music, music, poetry. And he just wrote the creepypasta that will be posted on the website. Pie. Um, Make pie. Yeah. I think we talk about pie in every episode. We do. 
so yeah. So if you have anything that you want to submit to us, and if you want to, you know, you don't have to regularly upload stuff. Like you can send in something that you wrote, like a poem, and I'll make a little section for you on the site, and I'll post it there. And then like when we get around to making something else, because the, the idea is people from all over come together. Or even if you just find something cool, like if you found like an article or something like that that you want to get, that you want to see what our opinions are or anything like that, send that to us too. We'd love to see what you would like to see for us to talk about, submit your own opinion, and we'll see what we can do. Send in some stuff, some notes. Yeah, and this is way out of topic of what we really want to talk about, but you know, this is among other stuff. Oh, this is the end among other stuff. We need a soundboard. But we have a Facebook page, and I urge everybody to go to the Facebook page. Just type in for entertainment's sake on your Facebook search tab, and you'll find us. It has a picture of our Nickelodeon Splat logo that says we love film podcasts. And uh, give us a like. We're at around, what, 138? Oh. He'll look at that. While he looks it up, um, for every 500 likes we get, we're going to do a giveaway. Giveaway. Now, this giveaway, we have uh, you know, Nickelodeon-themed prizes. We have uh, random stuff that like, we'll give away. We'll get more into specifics later. If you ever want us to do a proposal to maybe your wife through our podcast or your fiance. Or, or like a shout-out. Like, I've always wanted to do a proposal. So I thought that was cool. Like... Daniel wrote in and said that he's really sorry for cheating on Claire 87 times last Wednesday. With her sisters. With her sisters. Her all 87 of her sisters. And At once. Yeah, but like, so if you please forgive him, Claire, us at Who Loves Orange Podcasts won't think of any less of you, or won't think any more of you because, well, we don't know. And you should forgive people. Uh, that's a good moral thing to have. But your boyfriend's kind of a dick. <laughs> but, yeah. So if you want us to do random chats out like that, or like messages like that, or if you want, ooh, this would be fun. Say um, you have a, if you're a guy, or you're a girl, and you have somebody in your class what that you want to, you have somebody in your class or at work that you want us to uh, ask out, but you're scared to go and talk to, Hit us up, and we will talk to them for you. Also, as John mentioned, um, I am a rapper. If you same similar situation, if you have somebody in your class that's been bullying you, and you need to have them diss the shit out of, <laughs> let me know. Send it to us online. I need the name, at least the first name, and I'm also going to need an explanation of what it is that they're doing to you and anything you want me to make fun of them for. It's kind of like Epic Lloyd's diss raps for hire. I like Epic Lloyd, so that's where I got the idea. But if you need that to happen, I can make it happen. Yeah, we were about against... 141. We were so Whoa. damn close. Yeah, our goal was before we recorded the next podcast to get to 150 likes. We jumped up from 100 and we went from like we we went from like no, at first we went from like 40 to 105, and all of a sudden we were at 140. We were like, holy shit! <laughs> we were really excited, and then you guys decided to fail. Um, 
No, I'm just kidding. You can fail either. No, everyone who likes our podcast and who likes our face, sit our Facebook page. We heart you. Heart you. And, uh, yeah. Alright, so let's get to the other stuff we want to talk about. The other stuff. So, Douglas, remember when, I think it was either episode one or episode two of Who Loves Our Podcast. We were trying to figure out how many days until the Nickelodeon time capsule was open. And we tried to set a calendar, but that failed. Yeah. Well, I figured out how many days until the Nickelodeon time capsule is open. Open! It opens on April 30th. April 30th. 2042. 2042. How many days is that, John? Well, this podcast will be uploaded on Tuesday, September 30th, 2014. Hey, hey, so, as of today, Tuesday, September 30th, 2014, we have approximately 10,073 days left until the, the castle is open. And if we are still in John's bedroom doing podcasts at that time, we will try to be there for live coverage. No, we won't be in my bedroom. We, we uh, plan on being coming multi-millionaires to this podcast and our artistic creativity stuff, and we're going to buy a big building to do a podcast from there. But we, at least I will, will be at the opening of the podcast. Of the capsule. <laughs> when we open the podcast, I'm going to be there. Okay. <laughs> so, mark your calendars. If you, I don't know what you're doing in life if you have a calendar that goes for the next 38 years, you need to find a <laughs> Um But mark your calendars. That's what we'll be doing, hopefully. Um, if we're not dead, that's not going to happen. So, yeah. Next topic. <laughs> All right. So I was thinking that 90s Nickelodeon was pretty all bad. Pretty it? awesome. It was pretty all bad. Shut up, John. You don't really have plans. So why was it all that, John? So, I was like... Actually, I'm going to rephrase this. Hey, Douglas. What? Do you remember when Amanda Bynes went batshit crazy? And got drunk and started talking to herself? Yeah. No, she did a lot worse stuff than that. Uh, Do you remember what she did? No, what happened? No? Okay. I think you got surprised. Because <laughs> was like, Maybe I just paid more attention to it than other people did. Probably. Oh my god. Do you remember what she tweeted she what she tweeted Drake? No, she tweeted She kept tweeting Drake saying, Drake, I want you to murder my vagina. <laughs> and then Drake responded to like an interviewer saying, Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's messed up in the head. I mean you dance on a show at the age of twelve with a bunch of giant lobsters and let's see how you come out. <laughs> I wanna find a timeline. <laughs> Alright, here we go. 15 craziest Amanda Bynes moments. A timeline and an atlas. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> this kind of time. <laughs> it was a big thing in 2012. Alright, number 15. Amanda gets her first DUI, which everyone is in Hollywood. She got a DUI. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, she was accused of two more hit and runs two months later. Yeah. 14. Amanda tweets to President Barack Obama. The tweet reads, 
Hey, Barack Obama. I don't drink. Please fire the cop who arrested me. I also don't hit and run. The end. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it says in the article, needless to say, I don't think she got a retweet from the Preds. <laughs> no. No retweets from the Preds. Number 13. Amanda gets caught smoking pot in her car on, in, on a suspended license. Yeah, that's not too bad. But it's Amanda Bynes, and she's supposed to be my queen. Why? Why? Why you always get surprised when I call people my queen? Because Miranda, Miranda Cosgrove. Grant Miranda Cosgrove, your queen. She's my queen. And, uh, Taylor Swift. You know, she's like my BFF. Uh, she's not my queen. She's my BFF. Oh really? What's your middle name? Taylor Swift. Yeah. She doesn't have a middle name. She's just Taylor Swift. Girl. No. All right, number thirteen. Oh, Amanda gets caught smoking pot in her car on a suspended license. Um, it says, by this point, we understood Amanda needed to A, go back to driving school, and B, lay off the booze before driving home. But we didn't actually think Vine smoked pot and drove around aimlessly for hours, which is what she was witness doing. Inside her car, the paparazzi found carelessly strewn about marijuana, old food, Wrappers and trash, as though she had been living out of a car. Mm -hmm. Number twelve. What? Was she broke? Like what the hell? <laughs> oh, it gets it gets worse. Um, twelve. Girl gets weird at the gym. Girl. Apparently, halfway through a spin class, Amanda's trainer had to kick her out because she was acting bizarrely. And by bizarre, I mean jumping off her bike and walking around in circles, taking her shirt off to reveal a lacy bra instead of a functional sports bra, and reapplying makeup in front of a mirror. It was around this time that she was frequently spotted holding herself, or holding up conversations with herself. Amanda buys nuts. At least she used to be gentle. Remember, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, if I'd have been in that spin class, and Amanda Bynes just started taking off her shirt. Hells yeah! Yeah, but you wouldn't want to go near her. By the way, Taylor Swift's middle name is Allison. I know, that's what I just said. No, you said she doesn't have one. Well, you said she Well, I asked you what it was. Yeah, and I that's said... That's beside the point. I or said her middle name is Totes Avdi Allison. No. Yeah. Okay, number 11. Number 9. Amanda hangs out in a dressing room for two hours. <laughs> this is fun. What are you doing for two hours in a dressing room? Amanda went shopping at a boutique. Well, let me tell you. Amanda went shopping at a boutique, grabbed some clothes, and tried them on for a couple of hours. She literally shuffled around in the dressing room for 1.5 hours until a sales associate had to call someone and ask for help because she wasn't sure if Amanda was ODing or what. <laughs> a half hour later, she emerged, bought some clothes, forgot she had the store's bikini on, and had to pay for that too. <laughs> Amanda Bynes, if you are listening... Can I get a picture of you in that bikini? If you are listening, please come on the podcast. We want to discuss some stuff. Is she so hot? Like Amanda oh, Bynes got, was my shit growing up. She um she get fat. She got a nose job. She had the 
She got like piercings on her cheeks. I That's can't cute. believe. No, 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 it's not cute. Uh, he looks like I'm, I'm a look You keep reading. I'm gonna look up the picture of the name of that. Oh, she looks good today. Like she's back to normal. Like she's completely out of the public eye. Yeah. I'm um, looking at a picture of Amanda Bynes in 2012. Oh god, have fun. She like apparently like pulled a Britney Spears and like shaved off her hair and like was just wearing wigs. I don't know. She was crazy. Okay, ten. Her management team traps her. Aww. The former actress at this point is decidedly a lost cause and abandoned. Wow. And is abandoned wow. by her agent, publicist, and entertainment lawyer. But all is seemingly hunky dory to Amanda because she made a statement saying, I am doing amazing. I am retiring as an actor. I'm moving to New York to launch my career. I am going to do a fashion line. I am not talking about being arrested for DUI because I don't drink. And I don't drink and drive. It is all false. Clearly you do. So begins begins the denial. (laughs) Alright. By the way, here's a picture. Before, and that's what she was looking at. That's not... The one on the left isn't terrible. It is. No, that's before. Uh Uh-oh. The one with the hat. Why are you wearing that? She doesn't even look like a man to buy. Exactly. Exactly. Just keep looking at pictures while I talk. I do, but they're all like they're starlit pictures. Of, yeah, Just type in Amanda Bynes crazy and Google search that. Think that's what'll pop up? Yes. So Amanda Bynes crazy, that's what's gonna happen. Alright, number nine. Amanda reveals the new Amanda via Twitter. By now, this photo is legend. It features Amanda Bynes in a Mac ad gone awry. Seemingly, Amanda's natural locks are gone and replaced with a curly wig. Her cheeks are pierced. And the girl's got some snow gear chic look going on. The old Amanda is dead and gone, and replaced with a heavily painted woman who clearly got some pro tips from Snoopy. Who fucks this shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looks like a catfish. Number eight. Amanda starts. I think this list is more creepy than the creepy pasta. Okay, so there. you know how she said she doesn't smoke weed? Bitch! Yeah, that's a joint. Yeah. How so she does from the neck down look really hot in that picture. Uh, okay. Um, no, but I think reading these things about Amanda Bynes yeah, is more creepy than the creepy pastas. Yeah. <laughs> number okay. number eight. Okay. Amanda starts walking around New York dressed in sweatpants in a blanket covering head. I'm obviously not a celebrity, but I'm pretty positive there are other ways to step out into the world without drawing attention. And that is not either A, covering your head with a blanket, which I hope you can at least see through, or B, wearing sweatpants, socks, and sandals in public. Socks and sandals are just tacky. I am all for comfort, but it looked like Amanda hadn't seen daylight in me. Seven. Homegirl tweets about Drake fantasies and eating disorders. Amanda's confession that she wants Drake to murder her vagina is pretty creepy, but the fact that she frequently mentions her weight, eating disorder, and now nose job is just scary. Amanda started posting blurred selfies in bathrooms that look like public restrooms, claiming yeah, claiming that she needed to lose 20 more pounds. She also chastised magazines for posting ugly pictures of her old self. I like, like Chubby Amanda Bynes. 
Yeah, I saw that one. But I like Chubby Amanda Bynes. She's cute. Yeah, she is. Six. Amanda posts a bizarre video of her getting ready to go out. Except she's just holding her iPhone up to the mirror as she winks at herself, nods to her reflection to the beat of some weird electro, and puckers her lips. What is going on? See the full clip here. Yeah, I'll show it to you later. And we can't show the full clip. <laughs> yeah. I'll actually post this link to the website. Sweet! No, I'll post this link to our Facebook page. So you have to go to the Facebook page and like it. Then go to it. Number five. Amanda discovers the retweet button. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing that most of her Twitter followers find her self-destruction hilarious, Amanda went nuts and started reposting tweets by alleged fans who photoshopped her face into pictures of dogs or with Drake. <laughs> this is really sad because the girl does not realize these people are taunting her and encouraging her maddening behavior. Oh. I just showed him a picture of Amanda Bynes' head photoshopped on a lion next to Drake, <laughs> who's also photoshopped on a lion. Number four. Amanda takes topless pictures of her son. Do they have those pictures? No, <laughs> To top off the strange photos of her in blue lipstick and disheveled blonde wig, that's her chasing. <laughs> Amanda posted a few topless pictures where she is only wearing ripped tights and posing in her desolate bathroom. Her racy photo captions say, say things like, about to put on makeup. I weigh 135 pounds. I've gained weight. I need to be 100 pounds. You want a cookie? Number three. Amanda apparently throws a bong out the window and gets arrested. <laughs> Last week, Amanda supposedly threw her glass bong out of her 36th floor apartment in New York because someone called the cops on her. She got arrested for reckless endangerment and was put in a mental hospital. Although a lot of people were relieved, this was a short-lived intervention. No one could prove Bynes actually threw anything out of the window, bong or not, nor did they have any evidence of her being on drugs. However, she made a dazzling appearance in court. And she is shown wearing the worst wig ever seen. Number two. Angry Amanda bashes Rihanna and a few others. I remember this tweet! I'm not sure what Amanda does with her day when she's not threatening to sue magazines or calling celebrities ugly, and I don't want to know. A week ago, though, Amanda went over the top, I'd say way the fuck over the top, and, say, and said some terrible, unwarranted things about Rihanna. This is what Amanda Vines tweeted to Rihanna. Chris Brown beat you because you're not pretty enough. No one wants to be your lover, so you call everyone and their mother. Dang. Rihanna brushed it off with, you see what happens when they cancel intervention? <laughs> <laughs> Later, Amanda deleted her tweets that claimed this was mocked up, aka faked, and she and Rihanna are good friends, and that she'll probably be in one of her music videos soon. No. <laughs> A couple days after that, Vines goes on to insult model Chrissy Teigen, aka John Legend's wife and Lance Bass, calling them ugly because they offered some help via Twitter, which apparently is the only way to reach for these things. Number one, even Courtney Love is at loss. 
When Courtney Love is flabbergasted by someone's behavior, we know it's serious. A few days ago, Courtney tweeted, pull it together, dude, to Amanda. And of course, Amanda Vines fired back with her ugly shtick, which, to which Courtney replied, then there's this whole thing about Disney kids. Vines is technically a Nickelodeon kid, but okay. They're not educated. Look at how she... Look at how she writes. I'm not educated either, but at least I'm autodidactic. That's what it says. At least I try to read Flaubert. Do you know what I mean? No. I don't either. Okay, Courtney Love. <laughs> but anyway, it's pretty bad if Courtney Love is calling you crazy. And she goes on, Courtney Love goes on to say, and they have no parental infrastructure, and, and after they're not nubile anymore or useful they're sort of waylaid what the heck is Courtney Love talking about I don't know but apparently Courtney Love thinks Amanda Bynes is crazy so this ties in this ties back with Mara Wilson's insight on child stars their parents pushed them Hollywood created them Hollywood destroyed them and it's really really sad but the reason I bring up the whole Amanda Bynes thing was long was just to get to this point <laughs> well, that was entertainment. Yeah. A news article came out on September 27th, titled, Amanda Bynes, Now Dull and Boring. <laughs> because she's not throwing bongs out windows and calling Rihanna ugly. It says, everyone watched the downfall of What a Girl Wants star Amanda Bynes. For the last few years, her Twitter has been full of train wreck material. And now, according to Empty Lighthouse Magazine on September 17th, or tw- September 27th, Vines is nothing short of dull and boring. I think, I just, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was really funny that, you know, we love when stars are going absolutely batshit crazy. And we want them to get better, but she is better now. She's trying to live a normal life. But this website is like, She's just really freaking boring. Yeah. Why, why isn't she doing crazy stuff so we have stuff to report on? I think it's, it, was, it was really funny. Again, Amanda Bynes, if you are listening to this, please come on our show. We'd love to talk to you. We, we don't even have to talk about any of your top 15 crazy... We just want to talk to you. Say, how's your day going? Yeah, we want to... Yeah. Um, you like cheese pizza or pepperoni pizza? And we want you to say, bring in the dancing lobsters. And if you could actually bring the dancing lobsters... By the way, Brandon Weaver, you know who he is? No. I was supposed to interview him, but I totally forgot. Never re-upped uh, conversations. He actually dressed up as a dancing lobster. Do you? Yeah, he was a dancing lobster in Victorious on the uh, April Fool's Day episode. So he was actually a dancing lobster in a dance timer show. So, you know, I talked to him, and we were like, yeah, that's not. He doesn't have really any if he does, it's Allison. But I just thought it was cool that we could get Brandon Weaver to dress up as a dancing lobster and Amanda Bynes to come dressed up like Judge Trudy. <laughs> and we can make Who Loves Orange Podcasts magic. Yeah. Alright, do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, I have a couple more things. Yeah, we've talked about what I want. <clears throat> what do you want to talk about? We talked about creepy pastas. That's kind of my thing. That's your thing. All right. 
last thing I want to touch on today is not cool. Well, not cool is a movie that uh, was. Have you ever heard of it? No. 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 Have you ever heard of Shane Dawson? Yes. Who is he? He's a guy on YouTube. Yeah, what does he do? Probably videos. Yeah. How many subscribers does he have? 2.7 million? No. 3.7 million? No. I'm pretty sure he has over like 9,000 subscribers. Well, then that's not anywhere near him. He's a, he's a big deal on YouTube. Um, he actually just put out his very first movie. And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because he is a really good story. His life is a really good story. He uh, grew up poor. Um, he without words. That was his brother. He go facts straight, boy. He's brothers without words. Yeah. Um, but he grew up poor, and he started making videos, and then he eventually started uploading them to YouTube, and then he eventually got a partnership with YouTube. Got and YouTube money. Yeah, he started making money, just doing what he loves, doing what got him through his day, you know. People with um, mental disorders, I don't, I'm not saying Shane has mental disorders or anything, but people that have mental disorders like to get away, and some people get away through creativity, and, you know, I get away through music and making videos. What do you get away with, Douglas? Everyone has their thing. Yeah. For me, if I'm having a bad day, nothing beats listening to music or writing. You know, just going through my day, sleeping, just lying down. I, my, I'll, if I'm having a bad day, I'll lay down and just not go to sleep. Just lay down, my eyes open, and just look up and think. Yeah, just think about my day. Well, the reason I bring up Shane Dawson again is, um, he pretty much came, he's like a bottom to the top type of story, right? Richest type of story. He's, he's kind of a big deal in the YouTube world. And uh, my point is, he made something of himself doing what he loves doing, which is pretty much what we are trying to do over here for entertainment scene. You know, I love making music. Douglas loves making music. I love doing comedy sketches. I'm a funny guy. <laughs> and if we can make something of ourselves with this stuff, that like that's why we do it. Like you know, besides escapism, um, but he to totally took it and ran with it. His movie is called Not Cool. It's on iTunes for nine ninety nine. I actually bought it twice. Like I bought it on my account, and I was like, I want to watch it on the computer, and then uh, I couldn't. Because iTunes has stupid rules. Stupid. And so I had to buy it again on a different account. That's stupid. So well, yeah. Do you have an iTunes? But I wasn't uh, I was I was like annoyed, but I wasn't totally upset because I want to support Shane. Because I'm a big fan of his and his humor has definitely influenced my mood when it comes to uh, comedy. Um like obviously I have my own flavor. But he like told me he, he taught me that I can do things and it'd be okay. Like mm -hmm. things like, you know, don't be afraid to go too far. Kinda like how Eminem taught me 
Just, just say what's on your mind. I don't care what people think about it. Then he put out recovery. And said sorry for everything. <laughs> then he put out the MMLP2, and he was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And then the new album, that's actually something we're talking about. According to Facebook, and I don't know if it's real, he's supposed to be putting out a new album on Black Friday. I'm excited. What? No, no. That's what I saw. You know what it is? No. You don't do your research, do you? No, I just see something. I'm like, that looks cool. Then you assume, and you talk about it as if you know everything. <laughs> anyway, it's called Shady XD, Shady 15. It's coming out on Black Friday. And uh, it's a double disc. Part uh, disc one is a greatest hits of um, everything from Shady Records since it opened. Disc two is kind of like a re-up two, where everyone. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm depressed. That's <laughs> re-up. Re-up one wasn't terrible. Yeah, but we got um, we got we got Eminem, Slaughterhouse, Decent. Yellow look. No, 50's not on it. 50's not on the shade anymore. Oh, we'll get yellow look, so we'll make up for it. Like, really, the only people on Shady right now are Eminem, Yellow Book, and Slaughterhouse. D12. And D12, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, going to um, be some. There's, It's confirmed that there's going to be new D12 songs. Cash is just still technically a part of Shady. Yeah. That's what I said last time I looked it up. He's not a part of Shady, huh? All the old people, Bobby Creekwater, uh, Cassius. Does anybody really miss Cassius? No. Is that <laughs> the only one? <laughs> Does anybody really miss Cassius? No. I, think, I honestly think the only person who ever liked Cassius is Eminem himself. And Cassius. I don't even think Cassius likes Cassius. He had one, out of the whole re-up album, he had one really cool verse. And that was in You Don't Know. He did so good on that song. Everything else he was on was complete bull crap. But that one verse was just so good. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty good. It was okay. okay. I, don't, I don't like Cassius at all. I don't, I don't mind Bobby Creek Water. Who else was there? Um, Akon. Well, Akon he was on. He no, he Akon? Wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Unless you want to bet. He was on re he was on the re up, but he's not part of Shady. And he never was. Convict was produced Convict was produced by Shady Records, wasn't it? You can keep talking, I'm just pulling up Yeah. We're over an hour and 15 minutes, buddy boy. Mm. <laughs> while, he looks that up, while he looks that up, uh, we have some interesting shows coming up for you guys. Um, around our 10th episode or so, we are going to do a collaborative podcast with Patricia and Kevin over at Old School And they are going to be on Podcast and we're going to promote those. So to get the full episode, you're gonna to have to go to both of our websites. <laughs> Aha, that's how we get you. And uh, another ooh, another thing I wanted to bring up. 
is uh, starting in October, I'm not sure when, but starting in October, for entertainment sakes, it's going to have one YouTube video a month that I'm going to work on. You know how I used to do my once a week? Yeah. Well, I'm going to do one a month. Because one a month is totally doable. And there's no reason that it shouldn't happen. So look out for new comedy starting in October. Look out for popular songs from my album Popular. Um, look out for Douglas. He Prophet Ghost. He's putting out a freestyle track sometime probably in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a title for that? Because what you say now is permanent. Probably gonna call it Venting One Hundred. And um, right, you made the. I am right about the old gay con thing. I accept your apology, sir. I apologize. I already accepted it. <laughs> but we are going to have some other guests on. Michael Kill from the nerdcore hip hop scene. He lives down in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's going to be on the podcast. Don't know exactly when, but we're going to get him on. He's already agreed. And uh, hey, yo, Tonesy, I haven't asked you yet. But I want you to come on too, please. And if you, this is a test. If you are listening to the podcast, if you listen to the podcast, I'll know. Text me and say that you heard this. If ooh, I don't, if I ooh, don't get a text, ooh, got him. <laughs> if I don't get a text, I know you're not listening. Hmm. Yeah, Tones. Besides, I have to talk to you about something. Yeah, Prophet Ghost has to talk to you about something like pie. Oh, and um. Send us a, send me a tweet at at Rugrat Music. Tell me what our official pie should be. We should have like a pie mascot. However, it will never be rhubarb, no matter what you submit. So, might as well just get rhubarb out of your thing. Well, if that's all they say, then that's what we have. And that's to do. not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna get his rhubarb pie. <laughs> if all we get is rhubarb pie. You know what? We're not going to have an official pie. I'd rather not have an official pie than have it be rhubarb. What do you have against rhubarb? Rhubarb pie is mean ass. Rhubarb is a vegetable. Keep your vegetable out of pie. <laughs> pie is supposed to be unhealthy and delicious. I couldn't remember what my Twitter handle is. So gonna... <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Prophetic G. That's it? Just Prophetic G? Yeah, and that's spelled Prophetic and then capital G. There is no like spaces. So there you have it. We have at Rugrat Music, which is me, and at Prophetic G, which is Douglas. The last tweet I had was Megan. Yeah, he doesn't tweet much. I tweet almost every day. I don't post on Facebook much either, so. I love how off topic and rambly this podcast has gotten. So if you've made it this far, (laughs) I want to give you a big ass hug. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I think we had to make up for last time because it was only like 36 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, people are going to be like, so your episode, what are we on? Five? This is five now. Episode five was really long. Yeah, but it was just a bunch of freaking random. You guys didn't talk about anything. I was like, well, first off, y'all complained that all we talked about was Nickelodeon. It's time yeah. we rambled and talked about other stuff, so. That's the thing else I want to talk about. You guys. Let's be real. This is Who Loves Orange Podcast. Look at the logo. If you don't like Nickelodeon stuff, 
click away. Well, don't click away. Don't Still click be away. here because we will talk about other things. Like we have been. It's just this is. I mean, we'll primarily talk about Nickelodeon and stuff like that. But we will talk about other things. We'll probably do another music episode coming up. Um, we're gonna review actually. <laughs> Nickelodeon. I'm just like we're gonna review Good Burger Zoom. <laughs> That's directly related to Nickelodeon. Well, I mean, we're not doing it because it's Nickelodeon. Well, yeah. We decided we're going to do all the Nickelodeon movies, which means we have to watch Avatar, and I'm still mad at you about them. Gosh, I hate that movie. Oh, and um, what year did Good Burger come out? 1997? 1999? I think it was 99, because I was, I don't know, too good. Well, I know it's not on the Wikipedia list, and that's what I said we were going to go by, but I think since, uh, it's a movie. I can shove it up its ass. Well, since I think it's a, it's a legit Nickelodeon movie, we could squeeze this movie in and review it. Right. We're, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch. No, we're gonna watch Friday Morning. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear any movie. It came out in 1997, by the way. Oh, great. First time. Yeah, so it'll be like the fourth or fifth. We're gonna do Friday the Down the line. Well. Another of its appearance. So get ready for that. That'll probably come out in February. <laughs> During the day. Yeah. Because we're not watching the show. <laughs> Alright, do you have anything else to talk about before we wrap this up like a dick in a condom? I don't think you wrap dicks in a condom. Wrap it up. That's the same. Wrap it up. So wrap it up. But Bubba, he's so sweet. I never heard that song. It's Lollipop. I never heard that song. You have heard that song. Not intentionally. But you've heard it. Maybe. Um, anything else I want to talk about? Anything under the sun? Ooh, Gotham came out last week. And I missed it! You I saw have no idea how bad I was I missed the season premiere. Uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. You know who hated it? Who? We called her just a big bat, like bag of shit. Who? MC Chris. What the fuck, MC Chris? I know, no shots fired or her or a thing, but and we love you, but why do you not like He said it was like porn acting. It was just really bad acting. Well yeah, I probably but that's besides the point. I thought it was good. It's I thought it was good show. acting. The creepiest character is uh, Penguin. You just gotta see it, dude. It's so good. If there's one thing I want to talk about before we hang up, or before we hang before we end, it's um, the evening that we recorded this podcast, which is the 28th. 28th. Going into the 29th. Um, but when we started recording this podcast, uh, before I got to watch it, about half of it was the season premiere of Family Guy. When they crossed over into The Simpsons, oh my gosh, that was the funniest thing I've seen. Don't spoil it. I have it recording right now. I'm going to watch it probably Tuesday. Good. But that's the last thing I want to talk about. Go watch it. It'll probably be on demand. If you don't have it on demand, then it sucks to be you. Um, go get it. Sorry if you can't afford it. It'll probably be on Netflix in a year. Um, no, probably not. That's right, because Netflix sucks. Netflix doesn't carry The Simpsons, and it it does carry Family Guy, but it's not going to be 
up to date. Do you want to talk about the newest addition to the family? We have a new addition to our family, you guys. Her name is Dot, and she's a hamster. She's adorable. Yeah. She'll bite your freaking face off. Ah, she actually bit me yesterday. <laughs> she drew blood. <laughs> she's going to eat you. She is. But uh, I named her Dot after Dot Warner from the anime books. Well, yeah, she's great. Welcome, Dot. Welcome, Dot. Welcome, Dot. Welcome, Douglas. Welcome, me. Welcome, Patricia. Welcome. She followed him on Twitter, too. Yeah. <laughs> she probably saw your Twitter and she was like, man, this guy doesn't tweet at all. I don't, I don't tweet. I don't. I never tweet people. Don't follow me on Twitter that expect. I'm like Eminem. Don't follow me on Twitter and expect me to say shit. Yeah. Well, no. I'm not done yet. He was about to wrap this up. Make a comment. Well, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I was just going to say... Um, Two-hour podcast. <laughs> who cares how long it is? This is fun. Who knows if we're going to get to do the next one? Except two weeks from now. But, um... But I just think it's funny because I tweet out things expecting, like, to get, like, 50 retweets. And I think everything I tweet is just hilarious. But I get no response on anything. <laughs> I'm like, come on, that was funny. <laughs> like, I tweeted that I vacuumed last night. That's not funny. The floor was so clean that I can eat spaghetti. Yeah, but you also put that on Facebook. Yeah. So both worlds can do it. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day if I use Snapchat. I don't even know what Snapchat is. You are losing out. Snapchat's off. Kick. <laughs> <laughs> You are losing out, and you will go get it now. <laughs> By the way, if you have Snapchat, feel free to snap me. My uh, pictures of you, please. My, my username is smack a baby. It's a good song. <laughs> it's by MC Chris. Smack Alright, uh, so, alright, do you want to finally wrap this up? I guess. Alright, thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, this is Who Loves Orange Podcast. The podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Hope you all have a good, I guess, whatever time of day it happens to be for you. And we will see you, we will see you in two weeks. And with that, here is Smack a Baby by MC Chris. Oh, jeez.